On today's Ring of Honor, who are the best fighters in Senators history? Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to episode six of the Ring of Honor. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Piller and the Leams Martian here to discuss the best fighters in Ottawa Senators history. There's a clear cut top tier, if you ask me. And then it's how much do we pander and how much do we pick some old school tough guys that were chucking them? I was watching highlights in the Civic Center while preparing for this draft, but as we do, we introduce the fellas. Martian, we'll go with you first because you were the unanimous, basically, winner of episode five. I'm back on top where I belong, fellas. Three wins, two losses. I, I'm feeling good about where I'm at. How many second place finishes? Are you either first or last? I think so, yeah. I think I've, came, I've come last twice and I've, I've won three. So Wait, so if you've won three... And I've won two. Pilsy, how many times have you won? Uh, I'm not that great at math, so uh, you'll have to ask someone else. Are you still the leading second-place vote-getter, though? Well, Ross, maybe you can pull up last results, because last time I checked, you and I were tied exactly on that. So I'm not sure how we're going to score that one, if we both get second or we both get last. We both tied final results to down to the point. Yeah. Okay. So if we're if we're calling that not a loss for me, but a second place, then I do have the most second place finishes. Not a big deal. I'll give you second place for that one because I've got my my two first place chove into my ears. Pull a little Patrick Wall out there. But if you missed it, the last episode was the most iconic goals in Senators history. We got some great feedback. I got to watch some highlights people were posting in. Always a great discussion starter. You can find the polls and the full graphics on our Twitter, at Send Central, on Instagram, LockedOn.Senators. Make sure you're following the show as well, at Send Central. You can follow the Martian, at Laleem's Martian. Two golf videos now up on Martian Media on YouTube. Bruce Garriock, Tyler Boucher, go check those out as well. But Martian, you have a big decision to make. Who is drafting first, second, and third for the best fighters in Sense history? I do. This is a really tough decision because, like you said, I think there's one real clear 1-1 one, one pick. And then through the middle of the drafter, I feel like it's going to get a little bit like you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to either have to do those fan favorites or you're going to have to go with those guys who, you know, were chucking them back in the 90s. And um, it's not the easiest choice to make here, guys. Because some, some of them were mutants. I've, I've made my decision. Ooh. I, I feel like I need to throw somebody a bone here. And I'm going to give the one-one pick to Brandon Pillar. <laughs> Here we go. I'll take it. You know what? I'll take it. Don't mess this up, Pilsy. I'm, I'm giving you a bone. All right. You're giving him number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's my old. That's my old plug. Okay, cool. Who and is then, my draft? Number two. I will be drafting number two. Which leaves me. And number three. 
<laughs> People are just going to think I'm saying that now, but <laughs> that's a pre-recorded drop. That was your broadcast voice, Martian. Number one. <laughs> Real ones, no. Hell yeah. This is my first time getting number one. And uh, Martian, I don't know if you heard this, and maybe I shouldn't say this on the recording, but I told Ross, the person that picks 1-1, one, one, if they lose this, they've got some explaining to do. So here we go. I guess uh, I got to put my money where my mouth is. And it's going to be a snake draft, as always. So I'll be drafting three and four. Martian's got one and six. Pillsy? Nope. Mar- Martian has two and... Oh, oh right. Five? I'm just not... Yes. yes. So one and six. Brandon Piller, lead us off. Who is the best fighter in Senators history? All right. Well, the best fighter in Ottawa Senators history. And there, there's no debate. There's no discussion. So I'm not going to take too much time on this. Is number 25... Chris Neal. I mean, what what do I need to say? He's the guy. When you think of fighting in Ottawa, you think of Chris Neal. We were at his retirement uh, game. I've got the, oh, wrong way, boom. I've got the banner right here in my studio. He left the final time on the ice through the penalty box. How fitting is that? He leads the team in franchise penalty minutes. And it's not even close. 2,000. 522 next is chris phillips with 756 and all you need to do if you're watching on youtube you just gotta you just gotta think about his classic throwing the arms up after a fight sally chris neal without any debate is the number one greatest fighter in ottawa senators history i think the stat that comes out uh, tops for me is the list of top fighters i'm not going to name names because we don't want to you know skew the rest of the picks but i'll just say numbers Number five is 40 fights, then 41, then 51, then 71. Chris Neal has 176 fights with the Ottawa Senators. 105 more than the next guy. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Good pick, Billsy. Very good pick. Is there one fight you want people to go search up when you think of Chris Neal? Like, we've got some serious voters here that want to know all the information available. Is there one fight that you would point them to? Uh, I don't know. Like, there's so many. It depends on, like, what implication you want to go here. But the um, the one that popped in my mind was the 2013 brawl against Montreal. I mean, that was just an all-time moment. And Chris Neal just does what he does. The Senators are whooping the Habs, not only on the scoreboard, but then in a full-out line brawl. They went five for five in fights with Chris Neal leading the stage there. So... That's definitely one I think of. I think he got lucky. Not lucky, but I think he... I think he was up against Travis Moen in that, which is not that difficult. Yeah, good call. Okay, Chris Neal, first pick. And you know what? I I had him him in my top tier. I think, obviously, the numbers of longevity pump it. What are you talking about top tier? He is the number one guy. I know I'm getting one of my guys because there's two guys right now that I think are... I would put them up against Chris Neal in a fight. Let's put it that way. Well, and one of them probably already has fought Chris Neal in a fight, I think, if you're looking at the same list as I have. Uh, And Chris Neal actually did pretty well in in a couple of those bouts. But that being said, I cannot leave this guy off the board when he's sitting right here for me. He is Brian McGratton, boys. And we're not... And this is Senator's history, so let's not forget his years in Binghamton, where he really is, where he really established himself as a fighter. One of those seasons, he had 551 penalty minutes. <laughs> That's a lot of scrapping, guys. 
he was an absolute animal. He liked the fighting, you know, he would skate around. He'd be crossing the red line, staring guys down. The intimidation factor was huge with this guy. He had the look going. He would shave his head into a mohawk. He would be gritting his teeth. He's ready to go at any given time. Nobody wanted a piece of him. And when they got one, they regretted it most of the time. Brian McGratton took the title from Ty Domi in the, in the Battle of Ontario scraps. He really changed the face of the team by coming around and being a tough guy and protecting the stars. And, and like I said, nobody's tough guys on the other team wanted a piece of this guy. He was an absolute mutant, six foot four, 236 pounds. No, thank you. Hands on him like rocks. Forget about it. Brian McGratton, hands down, toe-to-toe, in my opinion, was the best fighter in Ottawa Senators history. He was the top fighter. If it was most feared, he would have been 1-1 by a mile. Nobody wanted him, as you no. said. And in 143 games with Ottawa, he dropped the gloves 37 times. And I think it would have been more if more guys would, would have been willing to go. Wait, so Martian, are, are you saying you would have taken McGratton 1-1? I'm not necessarily saying that, Pilsy. Okay. I would have. Okay. I would have. He was that much of an impact fighter. I always remember the one, and, and I want one from you, unless you're going to go with that tight Omi one where he broke his nose one of the first games of the season after the lockout. But uh, the one that always stands out to me is after that that huge brawl in Buffalo where Ray Emery got into it with Peters and uh, Marty Biron. McGratton wasn't in the lineup that game. He gets inserted for the second half of that home and home. <laughs> And he took on Andrew Peters, who was a big customer himself. And let's just say he learned his lesson after going toe-to-toe with McGratton uh, in that one. So good pick, Martian, going with Brian McGratton. And you're leaving me with one where I think we have to understand that being a, a great fighter is an even better skill when you have more talent around it. My first pick. The alpha of the NHL for a span of about 10 years, I'm going with Zdeno Chara. Maybe not your prototypical fighter, but just ask Brian McCabe how he liked dropping the gloves with him. Like that to me is is one of the most iconic, two of the most iconic fights in Senators history is Zdeno Chara. You know, the ragdoll against Brian McCabe where he takes him for a ring around the rosy. And the second one, Vinny LeCavalier in the playoffs. And you might think, oh yeah, it's the captain of the other team, not a tough guy. But the Sens were absolutely dominating the Tampa Bay Lightning in that series, in that game. I think that game ended up being 8-4 for Ottawa. And uh, the the photo of LeCavalier on the ground, and Chara just has his arm up. I could, but I'll let you off the hook. Zdeno Chara is my first pick here, and uh, it's going to be tough because I, I think I'd put him up against either of your boys in, in a one-on-one scrap in his prime. Did Neeler and Chara fight when Chara was in Boston? I feel like I remember that happening. Yeah, Chara lost his balance pretty quickly. It was after, you know, it started it. And this is where the mutual respect for these that these two have for one another um, kind of showed because Chara went over because it was Johnny Boychuk was his D partner when Chris Neal ran through him. Yeah. You hear it in the last row True. in the building. And then Chara goes over there and Neil was like, dude, I just, I, I lost my, my breath on this one. So let's do it later. So it was later on in that same game. Yeah. I mean, they say the bigger you are, the harder you fall. And you know what Neil did to him? 
the same thing that Char did to LaCalvia. Yeah, pulled it yeah up say that. And just left it. But uh, right. so, yeah. so just just so we're aware, my one, my first pick could be Ross's first pick. That's I'm, good glad, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, Zdeno Chara was uh, 41 years old when that happened. And I'm taking Ottawa Senators Zdeno Chara. I'm taking a 22 to gotcha. 6-year-old Zdeno Chara who okay. would not have had that same fate in that people, <laughs> yeah, people yeah. forget how like because everybody thinks of Chara as being super composed in his later years especially in boston in ottawa he was a bit of a snap show like <laughs> he was he was getting rattled out there and then when he did he like just saw red and he would almost murder guys that fight against brian mccabe is absolutely unforgettable where he just swung him around like a teeth like a what do you call it ragdoll yeah, he was like a carousel going around and around, and you could just see Char was not having any of the business that – he was another guy who kind of did a similar thing to what McGratton did when he came in where all of a sudden they had this big body who was willing to drop the mitts with anyone. So I like that pick, Ross. That was my number three. My top three are off the board. Yeah, I think – yeah, we already said a couple of them, but if you're going to uh, hockeyfights.com, just make sure you get to the fights he had with Ottawa, right? 26 of them had 30 with Boston, and – Played so much longer in Boston. So he was still in that kind of, let's make a name for himself. Guess how many fights in one season with Ottawa, 2001, 2002, in 11 fights. Like he was dropping them pretty consistently wow. back then uh, for the Ottawa Senators. And to put that in perspective, last year, Austin Watson led the Senators with 12 fights. So Char had 11. In Different one time. Fight. Different times. But I'm bringing up today's team for a purpose. My second pick, maybe this is a hot take. It's Brady Kachuk, man. How many fights does Brady Kachuk lose? Not often. Yeah, th- this, uh, Ross, this is a correct path. I was expecting you guys to sewer me and have me pick third again, and Chara and Brady Kachuk were my 3-4 picks. So this that is the correct path, and watching Brady Kachuk fights is just so electric. Like the Jacob Truba fight in center ice in Madison Square Garden, like Brady Kachuk being like, I felt like Conor McGregor out there. Like that is just all time, uh, all time stuff. Dude, it started with his first ever fight. Takes on Jonathan Erickson. And then after the game, he goes, I'm just paying rent. Cause Erickson yeah. and Mark Stone, who's renting him out a house, uh, room in his house. Like Brady's just so all time, not scared of anyone fought Blake. The only reason he lost the fight to Blake Wheeler, who at the time was like at the peak of his, um, at his strength, he's six, five two twenty. And Brady dropped the gloves first, but then didn't want to seem like he was suckering Wheeler. So he let Wheeler punch him three times first and get, get out of the, respect. Out of respect. So <laughs> yeah, Brady, I think that would be the one thing. It's like, hey, jump like when you drop him, let's let's start swinging right away. But man, taking on Shea Weber and Blake Wheeler during that COVID shortened season as a 20-year-old in the league, like this guy's not scared of anybody. And I think that uh, it's only gonna get more and more um you know, important to Ottawa for him to only pick his spots because right now, like, I was almost surprised to see this. He's got the ninth most fights as an Ottawa Senator in franchise history. Like, that, that's mind-blowing to me. He's been on the team for six years. He's fighting seven or eight times a year lately, and I think that's obviously going to go down this year with McEwen being on the team. But, yeah, like you said, Ross, like, this this guy loves to chuck him, and modern-day style, that's, that's what you like to see, especially out of a guy who can – like, of the guys on this list – He's the most skilled of them all as well, right? He's the one with the most pedigree. He's probably. I mean, Char is going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah, but like pedigree wise, Char, Char, yeah, but you know, Char wasn't like a first round pick or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear? Nobody's thinking he's dangling. You hear what Pillsy just said? What's that? I I said he's Char's going to be a Hall of Famer. He says Brady's soon too. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> you never know. Oh, <laughs> boys, I like my picks. I got Char and Brady Kachuk. Back to you. I, I'm actually I'm actually surprised you took him that early. I I was hoping that yeah. he'd slide down to me and I'd have a crack at him here. I, I thought maybe a late round pick he was going to fall to that area. I I get it though. I, I like the pick. Definitely uh, playing up to the modern crowd. I see you, Ross. I got you. Yeah. Um, and now I, I have a difficult choice here because I, I really don't know who to take off my list at this point. I have them ranked, but I don't think that I'm going to go that direction. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to take oh, – boys, this is so tough for me. I'm taking the, the hometown kid, Matt Karkner, gentlemen. People forget because he wasn't with Ottawa for you know too long. It was basically three years. He, he played a few years in Binghamton and then one game that fourth year he was in Ottawa. But, gentlemen, uh, he absolutely used to beat the crap out of people on the ice like all the time. And I love the way he did it because it was never like – there was the occasional stage fight because it was kind of that era of fighting. And he would, he would take on all the big boys like Colton Moore and things like that. Yeah. But his number one thing was protecting his teammates. And anytime guys like Eric Carlson or Spezza were, were getting, you know, tossed around or put in the mix and, and having to be in scrums, the first guy to jump in and take care of business was always Matt Carpenter. Um, so he had 39 fights in 161 games in Ottawa. Um, and I just love the way he, you know, abided by the code. So taking Matt Carpenter here, I'm happy to do it. Uh, I'm sure Pilsy's probably happy that I took him because there's probably guys you have ranked higher on your list. Um, but again, I think a lot of people kind of forget how important he was around that time for the sense. He was basically the, you know, the second he heavy on the team. Uh, and he was the heavy, uh, he was always taking on the biggest fighters in the other team. So in, in that 39 fights, did they count the one against Brian Boyle where Boyle just had no interest throughout the entirety of it? <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know. They shouldn't, <laughs> they shouldn't if they didn't. Cause that's, I mean, that's all time to what you said where, he was protecting his teammates. I remember it was game one of the 2012 playoffs and Carlson was getting one of those just like little quick jabs over and over again after the whistle. The next thing you knew, Kartner goes, no, no, this is how you throw punches and just pinned him against the wall. And and then later in that series, Neil, Neil Conkey, Brian Boyle cutting across the middle. So you mess with ours, you take on the whole crew. So I know I like that pick. Uh, big country Matt Karkner coming in here with pick number five in the ring of honor. Pilsy, first half of the draft coming to a conclusion. Who's it going to be? Well, first, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I was never a Matt Karkner guy. I don't know why. I Like, as far as best fighters goes, absolutely, he's in the list. But I don't know. He just, he didn't do it for me. So it's a good pick, but it, he's he's lower on my personal list. Yeah. I uh, just wanted to get that shot in before I. Uh, I, I don't know here. about that, Pilsy. Like, do you not remember? Didn't he score an overtime winner in the playoffs one year? Triple overtime. Triple overtime. Come on, clutch, Matt Carter, big country. Let's go, Pilsy. Get on board. The guy was on clutch. I think I, I, I said it was a good pick. Guy. I said I respected. It. It's All just right. he he just what he wasn't a my guy for me. All right. Well, that's fair. You don't usually like the big physical defenseman anyways. You're more of a, a Brandstrom guy anyways. Such a Branny guy. Yeah, I, I'm all about Branny. Brian Gibbons, uh, those Chris are the, Weidman. yeah, Chris Weidman, yeah, those those are my I guys. No respect for the grit grinders. Hey, that's probably <laughs> a Tom Pricing jersey behind him, eh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, best plus minus in the league that one year. Yeah, what is that? A Chris Campoli? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I don't know where to go here. I got two picks in a row, right? 
Yeah, but you're going to have a break in between. We're going to tell all our friends about Athletic Greens. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I feel like this one isn't going to play on the graphic, but it's ridiculous that he's still here. Ooh. I'm I'm going with, yeah, Dennis Vial. Like, it's like he is obviously an older fighter, but when you go to lists of hockey fights, we mentioned Chris Neal's number one. Well, who's number two? Dennis Vial with 71 fights, 20 more than the next guy. And he could chuck him back in the day. He was fighting guys like Rob Ray. Uh, I watched an old school fight of him and Ty Domi. I don't, that was kind of a, you know, it was close to a draw there. But if you were looking at best fighters in Ottawa Senators history, I got the guys with one and two most fights in franchise history. So I feel pretty good about how this is going for me now. Hopefully, the Sen Central citizens will understand that there's there's big value there. <laughs> we've we've had our disagreements, me and the and the citizens in Ring of Honor before. But I mean, if we're talking best fighters, and I got numbers one and two in most fights. I, I like I, love, I like where I'm at. I, I like it because he's just another like pure enforcer. You know, like yeah. he was out there to do one thing and one thing only, and that was to chuck knocks. And I, as you remember too. With him, I think he was one of the guys whose his shirt would always come off. And yeah, he, yeah. Oh, Martin, in like five of the ones I saw, he's got no shirt and no yeah. equipment. Like the shoulder pads aren't on. He's no, just I think like the tie out there. The tie down rule came into effect because of this guy. He would just let his shirt slip right off, and then the other guy had nothing to grab onto, and he would just go crazy. I love that thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And man, oh, we got to get Drake Batherson to tell us some stories about him because that is Drake Batherson's uncle. There you go. Uh, how about this staff for him? He had 30 fights in one season. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, obviously, this is back in the day, but, like, man, this guy was an absolute legend. Yeah, he was. No, good pick there. I wonder how it's going to play on the uh, on the graphic, but he was he was elite. There's no question at throwing, throwing the myths. So, I like the pick, Pilsy. And with that, why don't we tell our friends about Athletic Greens? We'll come back and – recap the first half and get into the second half of the ring of honor episode six with at Laleem's Martian, Brandon Piller, myself, Ross Levitan powered by locked on senators. Today's ring of honor episode is brought to you by our friends over at athletic greens. I mean, if some of these fighters were certain their days off with athletic greens, they'd get a lot better results. And that's because this is the best way to start your day off with one delicious scoop of AG1 in your glass of water each day. You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and more. And this special blend of ingredients is going to support your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, all those things, great for scrapping it out on the ice when you're dropping the gloves. It's also lifestyle friendly, so whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's all good. AG1 contains less than a gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting great. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, that's right, free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do, go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance from Athletic Greens. 
Welcome back to the Ring of Honor. I like that. You, are we are we all on the same page? Does that not sound good coming in from break? I, I do like it, but I feel like for the fight, Ring of Honor, we need something with a little more energy. Okay. But that, that, <laughs> I, I don't know about that one either. Uh, that one? Okay, okay, okay. I like the first one if it was a little shorter. I think yeah. the jingle jing, jingle goes on a little long. And after each pick, we should go with a little, like a little applause in the background. Nice. All right, that's fun with the Dropbox. Hey, we, what, by the way, we had a lot of great recommendations. We've written them all down. We're going to do this as a Sunday thing, we think, throughout the entire season. Best sound bites in Senators history could be a real good one. And I think that we'd be able to find enough of them that we could actually put them all on the Roadcaster and play them throughout. I think that could be a fun uh, one down the road. But first, we got to get back to our scrappers. And the way it's gone so far... I mean, I really like my team, but I think there's a lot of great talent left on the board. I've got Zidane Chara and Brady Kachuk. Martian's got Brian McGratton and Matt Karkner. And Pilsy's got Chris Neal and Dennis Vial. I wonder what a Royal Rumble would look like between all these guys. There would just be body parts flying all over the place. Pilsy, your third pick is... All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my theme. I'm I'm going with value here, and I've got the player with the most fights in Ottawa Senators history, the player with the second most fights in Ottawa Senators history. So why not scoop the guy with the third most fights in Ottawa Senators history? I'm going with Boro. I mean, Boro Cop. This guy was always chucking him. He was a guy that in some tough sends years, you could rely on him to be there. He was going to stick up for his teammates. He's fighting. He's blocking shots. He's making hits. He's he's doing what he has to do for his team. And I was always stoked when Boro was on the ice. And that's where I'm going with number three. Uh-oh, the pesky bottom six for Pilsy. <laughs> the pesky bottom six. Just because he did it a lot doesn't mean he was that good. He'd probably tell you he wasn't that good at it. For the first half of his career, at least, he was a human punching bag. I'm going with that, the second half of his I, career, I feel, then. That is a fan pander pick for sure, Pilsy. Uh, I, I I probably would have gone the same direction with my next pick if you took the guy that I'm about to take. Really? Next, which I feel like is the next. But, yeah, like, I mean, he threw lefts. He had that face on him. Like, he was just, like, ready to go all the time. Yep. No teeth. Um, I, I love I, Oro, but his fight record was below 500. Yeah, like you throw him in this Royal Rumble with all these other guys, and he's the first to go down. I'm pretty sure because most of these guys are standing in at over six foot two, and I don't think Boro was very tall and, and very big. He was kind of that middle tier, like just going to throw fast and hard, and and usually it was an entertaining fight, but it didn't always go his way, as he, as you said, Ross. No, definitely not down at like the Austin Watson level of victory percentage, but hey, he was always willing, and that's half, the, at least half the battle. And uh, obviously a fan favorite. So not not the worst pick, Pilsy, but I think you left, left some value on the board. Sure. That that pick came out of your mouth. And, and if you've watched me and Ross on the YouTube, you can see us both snickering. It's, it's the same story with you every every week here, Pils. But hey, no, I'm, no. Doing, I'm doing this as, as a bit. I, I hope people love it. I could have the greatest second half picks and everyone would just be like, ah, Pilsy fell apart in the back half again. So that's fine. Yeah. I... I'm taking value. Maybe it's it hasn't helped me in the past making picks that make sense. Uh, people don't te- seem to like that. They they want entertainment and they want just 
silly things from Ross and Martian in the back half they love. So <laughs> it hasn't worked for me before, but you got to stay true to who you are. You got to stick to your guns. So I'm hoping that the Sen Central citizens, you know, after a couple ring of honors, they've, they've figured it out. And uh, I think having the top three guys with most fights is good value for me. So I, yeah. I love where I'm sitting right now. It is becoming a very good bit. I would agree, but it's a great bit. I'm just well, a jester on this podcast. Look at look at how I'm dressed. I'm just making a mockery of the Ring of Honor. Well, but while we're on the note of entertaining and silly things, Here my next pick is sitting right there. And no, don't yeah. do it. Oh, I have to. You can't I'm, take taking, guy. I'm taking Andre Waugh. Okay, no, that's a good pick. Thank you very that much. That was a Rob. silly guy. He is a very silly guy off the ice, but on the ice, he was crazy as well. You remember him skating around with the, with the you know bleached tips on his head? And he was another guy who let, had no problem let the shirt fall off. He would fight anyone. I shook this man's hand, and they are absolutely massive. I can't imagine what it would feel like to get you know punched in the face by one of those mitts. So he had, you know, he had 40 fights for the team, uh, and he was in the early 2000s stages. He was kind of that guy who was going to answer the bell. Um, just before I think Chris Neal came in, into, into the team there. So um, very, very fun player to watch run around. Uh, he was like a multi-fight-a-game kind of guy. When he was fiery, he was extremely fiery. Um, and again, another big boy. All of my guys I've drafted are six foot four or bigger. Okay, must be that tall to be on Team Martian, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> can't teach size, boys. You can't teach size. Yeah, there you go. Well, my, my next pick, and I do like that pick. Is there one fight in particular you saw while you're going through this that you liked? Uh, man, they're all kind of very similar. He just goes kind of crazy in there, right? He just gets a little wild. Um, not a lot of technique involved, I don't feel like, uh, with him. He just kind of he just kind of went in there and, and used brute force and strength to, to take guys down. So I like Andre Wall. Again, a guy who probably took on too many guys who were, you know, legitimate heavyweights in the league, whereas he was kind of like that. I would I would say like light light heavyweight is there a category like that like kind of in that middle tier area because um, he wasn't the most big boned guy even though he's he's tall um, but he was always kind of like a little bit skinny looking on the ice very wiry scary kind of like the kind of guy you don't want to fight actually because those guys are are fast and big so um, yeah I like I like where I'm at with my team here yeah that's very good uh, so I've got two picks in a row here my final two picks and. This is one of the ones where, again, I'm not sure how it's going to play on the graphic, but if you take one hockey fight search of this guy, chucking him at the Civic Center in the Sens inaugural season, you would understand why Mike Peluso is my next pick. This guy was lefty as lefties come. He was Mike Peluso. He he kicked your ass in the time you just said that word. Honestly, he, he was a... You want to... Okay, you're so uh, up about oh, most fights, most fights... In one season on Ottawa, the most single season penalty minutes in franchise history, 318. So he took a lot of tripping penalties. Cool. Yeah. How about 24 fights in 82 games? Uh, he would. He's actually 11th all time in fights, and he played one season with the team. Not to mention scored 15 goals as well. His career high otherwise was six, and he had 15 in his one year in Ottawa. But I didn't see him lose a single fight. He was going – his first fight with the Sens, funny enough, was against Nick Kiprios. But he was fighting guys like Lyle Odeline and um, Rob Ray was in there. The fight against Bill Guerin was wild. Like, 
one punch, pack your lunch type type fight. Was fighting Tony Twist, all these guys, Jim McKenzie, and he he did well in every fight. So Mike Peluso, not to mention elite flow on the guy. He's he's looking looking the part. Enormous frame. I want to say yes, yeah, six five six four two ten, just doing his thing out there. So Mike Peluso is my third pick here in the Ring of Honor. All right, all right. Yeah, Mike Peluso, definitely one of those names that if if you're into old school scrappers, that's a guy whose whose name is going to come up. Was it was he a Danbury's Thrasher at one point? I didn't I didn't double check that, but I, I feel like he would have been part of that whole like crazy thing that happened with the Danbury Thrashers. No, was that? I'm not sure. Anyways, if if he was, I wouldn't be surprised because that's the kind of you know antics that this guy loved. He was up for it, and another guy who liked to fight multiple times in one night. He was big time up for it. Uh, did not play for Danbury, but did play in the Iron League. Played for the Indianapolis Ice. Cool. Uh, so he must have been up against those Danbury guys quite a bit. 318 penalty minutes <laughs> in one season. Amazing. <laughs> and then he left Ottawa, went to New Jersey, went on a couple of playoff runs, won the Stanley Cup in 1995. My final pick, boys, it's a goalie-friendly show. I'm going with Ray Emery. Like nice. this guy, one of the most entertaining fights in Senators history. The only the only person to ever fight two guys in one sequence. I don't I can't think of another one. So Ray Emery man, and not only that, if if Martian's gonna bring up Binghamton for Brian McGratton, I'll tell you that uh, Ray Emery fought Mike Peluso while he was in Binghamton. Now that was at the wow. end of Peluso's career, but he, he had seven fights with Binghamton. Like his, his cards, he fought Josh Gratton, who was a tough guy. He fought Denis Hamel. Like he's fighting players consistently in the minors. So Ray Amory, like just ask Marty Biron how he felt after that fight. Yeah. 18,000. He'll tell you, I know it wasn't with Ottawa, but he also beat the wheels off of Braden Holtby later, later in his career. If he was a player, he would have been a first round pick. Dude. And he was, I mean, his nickname is Sugar Ray after Sugar Ray Leonard. Like yeah. that's why they call him. Get a boxer yeah. on his helmet. Yeah, he was ready to go at any given time too. And like you mentioned, Ross, like the guys he was fighting were, weren't just players; they were tough guys. Like those those were guys who were there to fight, and he was a goalie. So impressive. Yeah. Hey, I was hoping a Razor made it to me. That's a good pick. Yeah, he was going to be picked. Good. I'm glad he was on. Oh, every absolutely. Player. I was contemplating it, um, but if we're ready to move on to my pick here, I yep. think it. I think it's time, um, and I'm going again with the true blue enforcer boys. This guy was an absolute heavy, and when we talk about going toe-to-toe with all the guys on this list, this is a guy I wouldn't be afraid to put up against anyone. Didn't play a lot of time in Ottawa, just two seasons, and I think he only played 48 games, but it's hard to forget Matt Cassian and what he did as a fighter for the Ottawa Senators. He was the one who was most of the time, I think, taking on. Was it Colton Orr, who was the heavy at the time for Toronto? Oh, that, uh, Fraser McLaren. Oh, Fraser McLaren. That was around that time. The Sens had a very big and tough team. He was part of that uh, Montreal Canadiens uh, brawl. Um, I do believe he actually may have been the one to start that brawl. Oh, in a Ryan, Ryan White started it by two-handing Zach Smith right off the faceoff. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, Matt Cassian was there, and – like everybody else in the ice at the time, he won his fight. Um, he had, he had several really you know great scraps for Ottawa, and and you know another guy for me just size matters, boys. Six foot foot six foot four, two hundred and thirty two pounds, um, and he was tough as nails. 
He also loved to do the hairstyles, right, where he'd shave his head right down, get like a little bit of a mohawk going, get that faux hawk going, make himself look like a true 90s tough guy, even though he was a little bit later in that, you know, in that 2010-2013-14 season for, for the Sens. So um, I'm happy with my team here because they all are, you know, their main quality for the most part is just to be a, a, an absolute ass kicker. So, uh, yeah, that's what it's all about, I feel like, in this draft. Matt Cassian. And you can actually go back and listen to one of the OG episodes of Locked On Senators. We had Matt Cassian on. He gave us an awesome soundbite of wanting to, because he, what he told us is that uh, we know that Michelle Terrian called uh, Paul McClain a bug-eyed walrus. So he goes, well, I'm going to turn Colby Armstrong into a bug-eyed human being. He was literally trying to rip his eyeballs out, is what he was telling us in that fight, uh, in that line brawl during the playoffs. Yeah, that was his quote. All-time all time quote. <laughs> kind of a brickhead quote, but I love it. <laughs> that's a, that's the kind of quote of a guy who throws his hands for a living and gets punched in the face. Yeah, it's like a it's like a middle school insult kind of thing. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip your eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, final pick in the draft. We're gonna have some good honorable mentions. I feel like here. All right, my final pick here. <laughs> yeah, Pilsy, you ready? Are, are you nervous, Pilsy? I actually am a little bit nervous. How are you feeling? Because I have another pick that just is is all time, but I can't. I go with your gut. Oh my god, the panic level is real here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go with this because I think it's gonna play better on the card, the graphic. I'm going with Xenon Kanapka. As my final pick here. I mean, when the Sens, I remember when the Sens signed this guy, I was stoked. I was like, okay, finally we we get to see a little more of that toughness back in the lineup. And as uh, as we were just talking here, I was looking through his fights and I just watched him beat the absolute wheels off of Sean Avery as a New York Ranger. And I think like that's one where you don't have to be a Senators fan. Everyone's just like, thank God somebody did it like uh, i mean not sean avery rarely accepted a fight usually he would just give you a cheap shot then run away and uh kanapka caught him they squared up and uh he definitely got the best of him there so yeah i'm going kanapka final pick he was a fun one he was a fun one because he was kind of a a rat but he would also drop the mitts as well nose on him like his nose looked like a potato because it'd been punched so many times it's probably like he had the crazy eyes like when he got going he had the crazy eyes yes he did yeah also one of the best face-off men in sentence history randomly enough 59 percent in his 55 games with ottawa yeah 193 penalty minutes i i can't recall any specific fights i'm pulling it up i'm glad you mentioned uh sean avery yeah check out the avery one it's good Oh, I believe it. Who else did he uh, did he scrap there? Because I, I when I think of uh, Zenit Kanovka, I think of him with the uh, with Tampa Bay Lightning and with the the New York Islanders more more typically. But no, I, I actually don't hate that pick. He played for almost every team in the league. Holy yeah, seven squads, eighteen fights with Ottawa in in what fifty five games. And the thing with Kanovka, as I'm watching through a couple of his fights on YouTube. This guy was a marathon fighter. Like, he wasn't the kind of guy where it's like, okay, throw a couple punches and then get the hug because you're tired. Like, 
he is chucking them. He's eating punches. He's throwing punches. Like I'm watching one, him and Adam McQuaid right now. It's an absolute marathon. That's like an up down battle. And he's, he's got to fight up against Chris Neal. That's with Tampa. Like you mentioned, I don't know how this one goes, uh, but he was like, look at these fight cards, Chris Neal, Patrick Maroon, Rick Rippin. Like he was Daniel Carcillo. Like he was going up against some of some of the classic names. So Kanapka as my last pick. And it's just a fun name to say. Yeah, it is a very fun name to say. I like my team a lot. I think I might be the favorite here to win this one. But, hey, we all have good teams. We all have a lot of heavies on this one. Um, Martian, who's your favorite pick of the guys you've got? Uh, well, I mean, McGratton. I I think that, like, for me, I don't know if it's just because of the age I am. It's just, like, Brian McGratton was all time like as a scrapper he was the scrapper you know that's what he did he came in and he punched faces nothing else he could barely skate boys he was just punching guys <laughs> oh, the one other fight i actually want to bring up uh just if people are looking at Char and and saying like oh man does does he fight i was one of the first sends games that i went to he fought eric cairns right at the bench after the second period so the teams are all going to nice. the bench Everyone just stopped what they were doing. It's old school hockey. Eric Cairns was like 6'6 or 6'7 as well. It was two heavies. Unfortunately, I believe Zidane Chair actually broke his hand in that fight, Ooh. punching it on, on the brick head that was Eric Cairns. And, um, so definitely search up that fight as well by Zidane Chara. But all in all, I mean, what's the combined amount of fights for Ottawa on this list? Like 300? More. Passing, well, if yeah. we're talking total combined fights, no one's even close to me. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, Neil's got Neil's got 100 and what? 76. Yeah, 176 fights. Like he's halfway to 300 just alone there. I think this list combined is probably closer to five. If we're, if we're talking about career fights with Ottawa, yeah. Yeah, with Ottawa, definitely. Otherwise, it'd be close to 1,000, I would say. So, I mean, that settles it. Nice try, boys. It was fun coming out. Uh, we'll see everyone next week. If, honorable mentions. Honorable if, mentions. Only if it was that simple, Pilsy. You know, oh, you're works. telling me. Yeah. I mean, if I recall too, the last two we've done, you guys have, have claimed to be u- uber confident in your in your lists, and and I just know how the people think. I, I feel like boys. I, I best fighters. You look at these lists. I don't think you're touching me. Yeah, M- Martian's got his ear on the streets. It's it's an unfair advantage. If you're listening, coming up after a quick break, honorable mentions. All right, who do we have? Honorable. You didn't do the jingle. No, I didn't. I left it out. We got honorable mentions, <laughs> fellas. Um, can I? I, I want to quickly say my honorable mention that I was thinking of going with my last pick. I'm glad I I switched. Funny enough, Ross also a great face-off man, but I was thinking about going with Casty on that one because man, who else can say they scored their first NHL goal and concurrently had a fight at the same time? Like. That's all time, but I thought citizens, that's way too logical for them. They're not gonna like that. It's not gonna play on the graphics. So I didn't go with that. Wow, the opposite of pandering. You're you're actually getting into an altercation with the citizens before they This vote. is fights. Let's go. He's got a bone to pick, Terry. They haven't been voting for him very well. Pilsy should, taken- should have taken the fans of, of locked on senators as <laughs> citizens one one. <laughs> They're fighting me. They're killing me right now. Yeah, honestly. Um, 
little surprised that you didn't go with uh, Zach Smith as your final pick, Pelzi. I thought about doing it, but then I thought you guys would go with the same thing. Like, oh, he just has a lot of fights. He wasn't like a big name in fighting, so I, I didn't go with that. When, when he was young and he was kind of like, I don't want to say chubby, but he was kind of a little bit heavier than he yeah. was. Remember when that, that season he cut down? And I think his, his production offensively went up a little bit too around that time, but his, his fighting got worse once he got lighter. Um, but, but like early in his career, his rookie year and stuff, he was scrapping like crazy and he was always doing pretty well. Dude, his fight against Nathan Horton's one of the all-time Sens fights uh, right at the bench and uh, Jack Edwards going off because the Bruins were about to go to the playoffs. I think it was actually the year that they won the cup. And uh, he's like, he's going to be on the first tee in less than 24 hours. What is Horton doing wasting his time with this? <laughs> That's actually a good one. <laughs> It was, it's all time. Uh, if you want to go check that one out, who else we got? I mean, if you're looking at the top 10 fighters in Sen's history, just in terms of total fights, Denny Lambert would be on there. Although most of the fights I watched, he didn't do particularly well in. Yeah, that, that, that was one where I looked at and number of fights, but I was like, that is not going to play on the graphic at all. So didn't go with that one. No. Anyone else for you uh, on your list left there, Martian? Uh, not on my list, but a guy that needs to be mentioned because it was also his job to fight was Rob Ray. And he had a very short stint in Ottawa, but he was on the team at one point and he was a guy who was just known for fighting too. So Rob Ray definitely, uh, definitely should have been mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was on, on my list as well. Martian, I thought you might've gone, uh, with the pandering pick as your last one and gone with the Laleem as Laleem fought Robert Esch in that all time brawl game in 2004 against the Flyers. So I thought you might do that for the brand, but you're you're not that focused on on the brand, obviously. No, that that was obviously an epic moment, and and Liam did pretty well in that fight. He did. But, uh, but man, uh, that would have been a huge mistake. <laughs> that would have basically tarnished my li- tarnished my list. Uh, I couldn't pass on Matt Cassian, the beast. Martian, if anyone knows how to do back half picks, it's me. So I I think that would have been the play. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm I'm definitely not going to take any advice from you on. You're better at honorable mentions than you are at. Your, I know, hey. No, this will be the time the citizens will be like, "Oh, Cassian's so much better pick than Kanopka. What are you doing, Pilsy? No, I think you got the Kanopka pick right. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, you know who didn't have as much time in Ottawa, but maybe maybe it's just like his memories when he was in Florida, not even rocking the visor and all that, but. It's too bad we didn't see many Erica Branson fights. He can he can throw them on a good day. But he only had three with Ottawa, and one was Corey Perry, which, I mean, he's not really a fighter himself. And uh, and one was Jujar Kara. And uh, that one actually oh, – that one went to Branson's way, but the uh, the third one didn't. Uh, Zach Cassian beat the wheels off him in Ottawa as well. But uh, So that won't be one of mine, but just a name when I was scrolling through, I was like, oh, is, is, is he on this list? But no. Not quite with uh, with his Ottawa resume. Andy Sutton was only here for a little bit. Again, like there are some big guys who just didn't spend enough time yeah. here, and uh, otherwise maybe they'd have a taste of this list. For the people just listening, the draft went as follows. Pilsy, why don't you hit him with your list, then Martian, and then I'll wrap up. We'll do one, two, three. So I have one, one easy pick. Chris Neal. No one is even in the same stratosphere as number of fights in Ottawa Senators history. Then. I went with the number two guy, Dennis Fial. And then look at this value. I'm getting the number three guy. If we're talking about fights as an Ottawa Senator, it's not It's not even close numbers-wise. I got Boro. Best, and, not most. And then uh, I got Kanopka as my fourth fun pick. So 
I'm not, I'm not confident at all. Uh, the Ring of Honor, it's about having fun, discussing nostalgia with your friends and and the great citizens, the people that listen and view this show. Uh, it's all about just having fun and enjoying everything. I, I'm not even, like, don't even bother posting the poll, Ross. We'll just say this is one where we all had fun. <laughs> I, I, like, I like that you changed your tune on that, Pilsy, and that's, that's where you stand now. You're just here for a good time, okay? That's, that's completely fine. And if your team is quantity, then my team is quality. I think fight record-wise, my guys probably lost the least amount of fights than anyone on this list here. I've got Brian McGratton with my my first overall or my you know first round pick, Matt Carpner, Andre Waugh, and Matt Cassian. Not a single guy under six four. Put these teams in a ring. My team's gonna take your teams down. No, they're not. Not mine. Yeah, man. Mike Peluso was wasn't that. He wasn't that big. He was 6'4", 210. What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's six, 15 pounds less than my three top guys. Uh, Martian, he's got Chara on his team. I don't know if you're winning the, the size. He, he does have his father's The dimensions battle here. I've got a guy whose dad was an Olympic wrestler and Ray Emery was a boxer. I got, I got fighters on my team. Let's put it that way. Brady Kachuk learned a thing or two from his old man. And uh, Mike Peluso... Like you, who? That, that's who you went to first, Martian. He's probably the toughest guy on my team. This guy was a complete animal. So I've yeah, got. It's, you know, Char- yeah, it's not going to play. It's not going to play as well on the list. I think it's going to play. Yeah, if people have to Google it. You've already lost. I don't think so. I think well, he played on the team in ninety two, ninety three. Oh I yeah, know. where all our listeners remember that year. <laughs> look him up. You know what? I did the listeners a Sunday solid. Go take a look. You're going to get into a complete vortex on his youtube don't worry plenty of content 25 fights with ottawa in one season 15 goals did i mention that 15 goals he had 15 goals his entire career outside ottawa comes there just lighten it up at the civic center i'm telling you i feel like arguing for your fighters that scored a lot of goals is kind of counteractive like that's no because he was averaging like six minutes a game so he was either in the penalty box or celebrating goals this guy was an absolute legend (laughs) No, I'm just trying to get contentious here. You do have a good team. You know what? The first fighter in Senators history. You talk about the most. How about the first? Somebody had to lead the way, pave it for these young bucks, and that was Mike Peluso. Nice. And Ray Emery is just an absolute legend. Mike the Pioneer Peluso. (laughs) (laughs) Pioneer Peluso. Best Senators fighters in history. Again, if you have any ideas for topics, we will add it. We've got a master list in the background here so we are going to add any of your ideas to it and we'll go from there any final thoughts martian on today's show i'm feeling good and even if i lose this one i'm still in the lead or tied for the lead at frost wins so i'm happy with my performances so far on these ring of honors i think i've been a solid performer here so i'm just going to try to keep that momentum going Pilsy, we got a rookie content creator on our hands here. That was the perfect time for you to plug your video with Bruce Garriock. Would you like to do that? Well, that's why I have you guys. I, I don't want to be like <laughs> I don't want to be a self tire pumper here. I don't want to pump my own tires. I let you guys help me out with that. So thanks for teeing that up. Yeah, I got. I should have a at least one video coming out again this week. So stay tuned for that one. I think that's a guest you guys will all be very interested in seeing. 
Um, and then, yeah, I think the first two videos turned out pretty good. I think they, uh, I'm, I'm improving as I go. I'm taking the listener feedback and the viewer feedback, and I'm trying to, trying to get it to a place where it's extremely respectable. And then if, it, if, if you know, it continues to be good, I'll upgrade some equipment, maybe get a camera guy in the mix, and uh, we'll try to make it even better for you guys. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun doing them too. Holy. Does your next guest have the best hair in broadcasting? Some would call him the Canadian Tom Brady. Okay. Oh. Some famous people would call him that. Yeah, some definitely A-list kind of guys, like Charles Barkley would say that about him. Okay, Pilsy, final thoughts on this Sunday. Would you like to make a final pitch to the citizens who you've been throwing jabs at all show? <laughs> uh, I just want to say this has been an absolute blast. Uh, I love doing the Ring of Honor. You know, it's it's all about just not counting wins i mean it, you you could be petty and count wins and you can tweet uh pillsy zero ring of honor wins and, and that's all that's all fun like I, it's a bit that i'm doing i could have won probably four of five of these but i thought it's way better for the content if uh there's a guy that's just constantly losing and uh my back half picks were immaculate this time as they've been the last couple times. So I feel good about this and I just want to wish all these Send Central citizens an absolutely incredible long weekend. Stay safe out there. Have some fun. Uh, I posted the results on Reddit first. I said, who won this week's Ring of Honor? And the first reply is me. So I win. Well, yeah, you're the first person to comment. Yeah, you always do that. burner. You go straight to your three burners. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Uh, LP Reddit. Thank you. Chara has to be number one on everyone's list because he could ragdoll anyone else on this list. Mm. But I we've mean, proven that wrong with Chris Neal not getting ragdoll and actually. You've already. Yes, Martian. Already, there you go. That's that's good. That was 20 years after he left Ottawa. <laughs> like, let's, that's the only sample we have. No, we don't. You can watch him fight Eric Karens with Ottawa. You can watch him fight. Um, you can watch him fight Vinny Calvi. You can watch him fight Brian McCabe. Fight is used. Yeah, Brian McCabe, known scrapper. What a tough guy he is. Ooh. Oh my God! You don't think Charles <laughs> best fighter in the in Sens history? You got something coming. You know what? Why don't I use a line out of our good friend Lalim's Martians vocabulary? He's six foot nine, two hundred and fifty pounds. He's a big boy. <laughs> Did I do it or what? I don't know if I like the impression, but yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what the, the classic was? Uh, Zidane Chara fought Peter Worrell twice in one game, dude. Dude, he, they, they have the biggest rivalry ever. Actually, I'm surprised you never brought that up when you made that pick. That Peter Worrell, Zidane Chara fight card is insane. They're both six yeah. foot nine or six foot eight. They fought six oh. times in their careers. And they, wow. they fought in the AHL against each other, I believe, as well. That's and, awesome. and I think when Char was a member of the New York Islanders. So they there was something about them being the two biggest guys in the NHL, and they just had to fight each other. <laughs> it's like iron sharpens iron. You got to be a, you got to go up against the best to be the best. And he's my best pick, Zidane O'Chara. Reminder, you can go vote on Twitter at Send Central. If you don't have a Twitter account, all good. I'm going to post the direct link to the poll on the YouTube page so you can just click through there and have your say of who is the Senator's best list of fighters. We'll say which team you're going to vote for. We're going to have five shows this week or six because the ring of honor will be back next weekend, six shows, five during the week. And we've got our organizational value rankings. I have flooded 
the YouTube page, which with each individual player profile that we've done. So pump the numbers, throw on a playlist, sit back, grab a popcorn, maybe a beverage on the long weekend and enjoy. Citizens, enjoy the extended weekend. We'll chat with you tomorrow for at Laleem's Martian and Brandon Piller. I'm Ross Levitan. This has been episode six of the Ring of Honor, powered by the Locked On Senators podcast and Martian Media. <laughs>